Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. Let me ask you something. Do you think things are going great? Do you think things are going well? Do you think the economy is going well? Do you think your business is going well? Do you think things are things are just going great for you? And of course, you know, uh, the economy has, seems to have turned around. And uh, for most segments, apart from retail, I mean, retail is really in the dumps, but uh, if you're doing e-commerce, that's doing quite well. I have the stock market is doing really well. I mean, most companies' fortunes are have turned around, or at least are in the process of turning around. And I think the mood is pretty good. I think most people are thinking that the times are pretty good, and they're getting better. So even though there are some challenges ahead, things are generally improving. So... I think we get this false sense of security, this common misconception that if it ain't broke, don't break it. Well, I'd suggest it's more like if it ain't broke today, it will be tomorrow. So be ready to fix it. I mean, nowadays, when things seem to be going well, there's this tendency to think about what you're doing today will continue to be useful and profitable in future. It's just going to continue on exactly the way it is. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. And a lot of companies are doing this. They're like, let's focus on the fundamentals, on the core stuff. Let's just keep doing what we're doing and we'll be just fine. When you're making money, when sales are good, you start thinking that it may be time to relax a little bit. That your company's doom is not just around the corner. Then you can let your guard down a bit and enjoy the ride. That you may not need to radically change your product, services, or business models after all. Maybe you're thinking that you feel a bit safer. And that future challenges are really much further out than you think. And maybe you don't need to worry so much. You know, maybe maybe things are not going to be as bad as you think because things are going well right now. But when things are going well, this is the best time to take the risk. Now is not the time to relax, but to turn the volume up on your innovation efforts. While you may be doing well today, 
This is the best time, the absolute best time for you to prepare for disruption that tomorrow will bring. And it will bring it. It will bring it. We just don't know when. And this is one of the things I like to say all the time. It's like, as a futurist, you're like, like being a meteorologist. You're right, but at the wrong time. And one of the other corollaries of that is that many people believe that a lot of these scenarios, a lot of the things that we talk about, when we, when we do futurist programs and we come up with these ideas of what the world will be like and what the culture will be like, what your business will be like, what your clients will be like, etc., that only some of these will happen. Right? And I put it to you differently. I'll put it to you that everything that we come up with, unless it's totally fanciful, will happen. And I like to differentiate it. It's like, it's like the difference between science fiction and fantasy. Science fiction is things that can occur. If you take the current current technology, current society, current all of these things, and you extrapolate them out, right? You take where we are today and you look at everything that's around you and you think, okay, if we extrapolated this into the future based on the rules of physics and lots of rules that are out there that these things are possible, then the reality is is that all of these things that are possible will happen. We just don't know when. Some things will happen tomorrow. Some things will happen next week. Some things will happen in a year. Some things will happen in five years. Some things will happen in 10 years. Some things won't happen for 50 years. See, for example, let's talk about autonomous vehicles. Autonomous vehicles seem like they're just around the corner, right? They seem like they're just around the corner because we're already testing them. They're on the roads. Some states have already said that it's okay to have autonomous vehicles on the roads. But I wouldn't be surprised if it takes up to 50 years for us to fully embrace autonomous vehicles. But they're coming. Just like another thing I talk about a lot, autonomous tiny homes, autonomous mobile homes, autonomous RVs. Because when you have the pressure of these super expensive neighborhoods like you have here in the Bay Area, and you have autonomous vehicles and you have tiny homes and all these things coming together, I can see a day when people live in these autonomous vehicles that drive around. They drive you to work, they drive you home, where home could be anywhere. Home could be a parking lot on the side of a road somewhere. Home could be a Walmart parking lot, who knows? All of these things that we envision, they will happen. We just don't know when they will happen. So, if you think about a lot of game-changing disruption, such as AI, quantum computing, gig economy, autonomous vehicles, drones, sensors, intelligent agents, have the potential to radically change the market that you're currently playing in. In our view, all of this disruption will affect every industry. The only question is when. An example I like to give is the payday loan industry. So the payday loan business. You think, okay, that's a pretty boring business, right? 
it's a pretty boring business. It's a essential business for a lot of people. I think there's like 60-70% of people out there still need payday loans so they can stretch from their paycheck to their rent check. Something boring like that is being disrupted by some employers basically eliminating the concept of paycheck. So maybe when you were young, maybe when you just got out of college, maybe you uh, were just starting out in the world and you had the incoming, which is your paycheck, came in every two weeks or every month, and you had your outgoing, your rent check. So the biggest, your biggest expense, biggest expense was your rent check that you had to pay your landlord. And your biggest income, in fact, at the time, probably your only income was your paycheck. So you had to balance those two. You had to learn how to manage money so that you could make sure that you had enough money in the bank to cover your rent check if your pay check and your rent check came on different days. So let's say your rent check was due on the 1st, but you didn't get paid. You got paid on the 15th of the previous month. So you had to figure out how, some way of giving those having that paycheck stretch all the way to the day when you could pay your rent. Right? Some employers are basically doing away with that. Instead of paying you every two weeks, they're paying you every day. And they're paying you the day after you work. So if I work on Monday, I get paid for Monday on Tuesday. I get paid for Tuesday on Wednesday. I pay, so basically, I'm always getting paid. So I don't have to wait two weeks to a month to get paid. The money just flows into my account. And if that's the case, then do I ever need to go to the payday loan company anymore? No, the industry is gone, boom, overnight. What is, happens to the budgeting industry? Personal budgeting works in the same way. Because you're saying, okay, I have to get this my paycheck on this day, and I have this expense, and this expense, and this expense, and this expense, and I need credit cards to cover those expenses, etc. Da, 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 da. Boom. It's gone. The industry changes. What happens when we start being paid in the minute, by the minute, or by the job? Look at Uber. What if Uber started paying everybody? I'm not exactly sure how they pay people. Maybe they pay people like this now. What if Uber paid people by the ride? So when you took someone as an Uber driver to the airport, you get that 50 bucks right away instead of having to wait two weeks or whatever. These disruptions could happen at any time and they can destroy complete industries just like that if you're not prepared for them. This is why it's perfect time when things are good to take the risk, not take the risk, but engage in a futurist program to help you plan for those future disruptive times, which may be just around the corner or years away. We don't know. We don't know when. We just don't, we know they will. Now is the time to take advantage of where you are and map out those scenarios so that when they do get here, you're primed and ready to deal with the disruption. I mean, isn't it always better to be ahead of the game? That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future. future.